Thank you to all the teams, the volunteers that serve in the 0 to 18 area of our church. We do appreciate you so much. I believe there are mince pies and mulled wine later, so make sure you stick around and uh, enjoy that. Enjoy each other's company, and uh, it will be good um, for us just to do that at the end of church. So we will finish earlier than usual today. Um, so that it gives us the opportunity to do that. Every Sunday, we take moments to read from the Bible and allow it to speak to our hearts, and this Sunday is no different, so we're going to do that. Once again, may I add my welcome to every person that's visiting with us today, that's new here. We'd love for you to stay back and connect with us, uh, either at the welcome booths at the back or by just submitting your details by the website. We'll be sure to get back in touch with you. So I'm going to read from Luke chapter 8, starting from uh, verse 8 all all the way to verse 19. And this is what it says. In the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, That will be for all the people. I want you to focus on verse 10 for a moment. The angel says to the shepherds, don't be afraid. I'm bringing you what? Good news of great joy for who? All the people. Why? Because unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. We'll find a baby wrapped in a swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with their angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that's happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. We're going to read verse 17, 18, and 19 again. Uh, if we can, please. Verse 17. When they, that's the shepherds, uh, saw it, saw the manger, the shepherds made known to Mary and Joseph, saying that uh, had been told them concerning the child. So what is it that they were told concerning the child? That this child is going to bring good news of great joy to all people. All who heard it wondered at what the shepherds had told them, but Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. Let's pray. And I'd like to share a few thoughts today from this Christmas story. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to gather together like this. Thank you for the word of God. We pray today you will speak to us and you will help us to see Jesus. And thank you, Lord. At 7 o'clock tonight, England are going to beat Senegal. In Jesus' name, amen. I just thought I need to add my bit to to help the team. We'll see how it goes. Um, I was uh, just lying down on my bed and... uh, my son, I have an eight-year-old son, we have an eight-year-old son, he came over and said, Dad, what are you going to talk about on Sunday? And at that time, I, hadn't, I had no idea what I was going to talk about. I said, oh, you know, it's a good question. Um, at that time, at that very moment, I was actually praying and saying, God, what is it that this week I need to talk about? 
and uh, <clears throat> and I, I found the, the the timing of that question quite extraordinary. Just as I was actually praying, uh, I f- uh, Judah come over and said, "Dad, what are you going to talk about?" I thought, I said, "Judah, it's very interesting the timing of your question because I was just talking to God about what it is that I need to share." And um, and at the moment, I don't have any thoughts. And uh, I'd love it if you could pray. So he goes, he goes, would you like me to pray a loud prayer or prayer in my head? Because I promise you, if I do it in my head, it'll be quicker. I said, <clears throat> so uh, I said, okay, do the one in the head then, because it'll be quicker. And then, uh, so he prayed. And then as he was praying, I felt God share some thoughts at that very moment. And so <laughs> I want to I wanna share those thoughts today with you. Um, The Bible says that Mary and Joseph heard some words from these shepherds. Uh, Mary and Joseph heard these words, uh, and the words are this. Um, This baby, this child called Jesus, he is the cause of good news, of great joy to all people. He is going to be the savior of the world. He is good news of great joy to all people. And Mary says, my boy, yes, the boy that you've, you've just given birth to, that boy is going to be good news of great joy, not to a few people, to the whole world. I mean, imagine for a moment you're a mom, you're a new parent, a new mom, a new dad, um, and uh, you have some visitors. They come and say, you won't believe what we happened. We, we were just at work, and all of a sudden we looked up and and the sky was filled with angels. Angels came and started to have a conversation with us. And these angels told us that we had to come and view this moment where you'd just given birth. And uh, we have to come and tell you something. And the angels have said that your baby, this child, is good news of great joy to all people. I mean, if you were new parents and you just got a word from God and said... This baby that you've just had is going to be the savior of the entire human race. What would you feel in that moment? And it's not just anybody saying that. The shepherds are saying angels from heaven directly delivered this message. Angels from heaven directly delivered this message. This boy is good news of great joy to the whole world. The Bible says the shepherds then reported these words and Mary just treasured these words in her heart. It's amazing that um, these words were spoken when Jesus was born. But these words didn't get fulfilled until 33 and a half years later. 33 and a half years later. He was born and the angels said... This boy is good news of great joy to everybody. Mary treasured them in her heart. What does it mean to treasure? To treasure means to value, to ponder, to think often, to to hold in high esteem. Is it possible that God has spoken to you and you as people in this room, God has spoken to you. And, and, and when it came, when, when those words came, they were precious. They were beautiful. It's easy to treasure it when it's fresh. But what do you do after you've received those words and you've treasured them and nothing happens? 
I remember the first time we, 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 we found out in 2014 that we were pregnant. We were first time parents. And I remember people giving us advice. They said, we want you to know when the baby is born, if the baby is hungry, the baby will cry. And the baby's got a wet nappy, the baby will cry. If the baby is overstimulated, the baby will cry. If the baby is understimulated, the baby will cry. If the baby sees new people, the baby will cry. If the baby does not see people the baby is familiar with, the baby will cry. And I remember thinking, is this, is this what we signed up for? Good news of great joy. Because here's the thing, in that moment you can have the most euphoric moment and say, oh, the angels came and said, this boy is going to be great joy, good news of great joy to everybody. But the fact is, after that moment, Mary had to go and just do the things that you do for babies. Changing nappies, doing the things, feeding cycles, putting the baby to sleep. Can you imagine the first birthday. Hey, we had a word. What was the word? Oh, it was a year ago. This boy is going to be good news of great joy to all people. Yeah, I remember treasuring that in my heart. Can you imagine Jesus' second birthday? What was the word? Oh yeah, that was two years ago now. This boy is going to be good news of great joy to all people. Can you imagine his fifth birthday? What, what was it that, what, what was it that, we heard when he was born. Oh yeah, there was a word. What, what was the word? Oh yeah, this boy is going to be good news of great joy to all people. I, I wonder, is it possible to still treasure that in your heart after five years? I, imagine his 10th birthday. Uh, what was the word concerning Jesus? Oh yeah, uh, God had told us that this boy will be good news of great joy to all people. Imagine his 20th birthday. Jesus has just turned 20. And Mary and Joseph going, oh well, we had some words about Jesus, didn't we? Yes, that was 20 years ago. What was the word? Oh yeah, you remember that moment at night when the shepherds came and the shepherds said they met some angels and the angels gave him a word. Yeah, what was that word? It was 20 years ago. What was it? Oh yeah, that this boy will be good news, great joy to all people. Imagine his 30th birthday. He's turned 30 now. What was the word? Oh yeah, he'd be good news of great joy. To all people. Here's the thing. Until Jesus turned 30, he hasn't even started his ministry. You know, why would, why would God come and deliver such a word if they had to wait that long before its fulfillment? Why can't God just deliver that kind of, you know, on his 32nd birthday and say, hey, this time next year, Jesus is going to die on a cross. And, and when he dies on the cross, the sin of the entire world will be put on him and he will be buried for three days. And after three days, he will rise again. And when he rises again, he's going to walk around earth for 40 or 50 days. And then he's going to go. And then the gift of the Holy Spirit will be sent to the church. And when the church of Jesus Christ will be born, at that moment, the good news of great joy for all people, that word will be fulfilled. I wonder how long they had to wait with that. And I wonder if it was easy to keep treasuring those words. Look at what it says in verse 17, 18, and 19. They, these, guys, these guys heard these words and uh, they said, Mary heard these words and, and they treasured them in his heart. Can we have that up on the slide? Verse 17, 18, and 19. When they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. Verse 18. And when and all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. What was it like for Jesus to turn 
33 and say, oh, what was it that God said about our baby? Oh, yeah, he'll be good news of great joy to all people. 33. Is that a short wait or is that a long wait to see the fulfillment of one promise? Delivered by an angel. Delivered by a multitude of angels. I'd be going, you know, this is, this is, this is, this is something wrong. What am I not doing right? What do I need to do to make this happen? What is it that I need to push through? Because this word needs to come to pass. Listen, there are things that are happening in your life right now. That is God is speaking to you about. And you may not see the fulfillment of it until 30 years later. I wonder whether you're still able to treasure the word of God if it means waiting that long. So this morning, my son Judah came up to me and said, Dad, did you get something? Do you know what you're going to speak on? I think I said, I think I do. So what are you going to speak on? I said, "Um, I think I'm going to speak on how sometimes the promises of God just keep us waiting. And he said, you mean like the time I paid for a baby sister and it took a while? I said, kind of like that. Yes. Good news of great joy for all people. 33 years later. And there's no fulfillment. Would you still treasure that word? Or would you go, oh, do you know what? Yeah, I had this prayer that I received about 20, 30 years ago. And I had a journal back in the day. And I... And I wrote it in there, and then, you know, I was excited year one. You know, it's just, I went around and told anybody, you'll never guess what. You'll never guess the word I got today. You'll never guess the word. You'll never guess who delivered it. Angels delivered it to me. Yeah, angels delivered it. They said, our boy is going to be good news of great joy to all people. Fantastic. So you're now, the whole spotlight is on you. Did you hear? Did you hear? Man, Sujit had a word. And who delivered? The angels had a word for him. Really, yes, the angels delivered the word to him via the shepherds that his child is going to be good news great joy all people everybody knows that that word is for you and then the spotlights on you and it's what do you do year after year after year is it easy to treasure the word of god when you just have to keep waiting today i feel god is going to give some of you the grace to re-treasure to relook at some of the words that you've got years ago. You, to, to look back and say, God, I don't understand, but it's been a while. It's been 33 years, and, and I don't know why. Because you see, when you get a word like that, your next, your next inclination, your next thought is, okay, what do I need to do as a mom? Well, nothing out of the ordinary, really. Do the same thing you were doing yesterday. Change nappies, feed the baby, put the baby to sleep. Yeah, but I got a word. This boy is going to be good news of great joy to all people. What do I need to do, Lord? Nothing out of the ordinary. Go back and do the same thing again and again and again. I wonder whether you are able to treasure the word of God If he gives you a spectacular promise, but then he calls you to a life of monotony. A life of just the same every day. Will you say yes to that? Or will you try and think, but, 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 I have a word, I have a word, I have a word. No, you see my friends, some of us lose 
the, 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 the all that we had for the word of God because we don't understand that all of that requires process. Let me tell you a few things that causes the awe or the treasuring of the word of God to exit our lives. Number one, waiting. Waiting. You're just waiting. Good news, great joy, all people. Okay. How long has that been? Ah, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Do you still treasure those words? Oh, oh, are you looking for the new fix? I, I, I got to get a new word from God. I got to get a new excitement from God. I, 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 I don't know what's happened to me, but I, I, hey, the last word God told you was good enough. It was good enough. And because that word is no longer treasured, because of the waiting, you're now looking for a new one. You're looking for a way out. You're looking for a plan B. You're looking as if, okay, but what is God saying now? No, no, it hasn't changed. Good news, great joy to all people. But it's been 20 years. Yeah, you got to do the same thing again. Just do the thing that moms do. Do the thing that dads do. Just go through the motions again and again and again and again. I wonder if you were Mary and Joseph and you were celebrating Jesus' 30th birthday. Would you still have treasure? Would you still treasure those words? Would those words still be precious to you? Would those words still have value and meaning? Or would you be like, some of us are like, we're like spiritual frogs. We jump from word to word, from prophecy to prophecy, from plan to plan, because we just can't wait. We, we want the new thing. Well, what, what's the new thing? Tickle me, entertain me, give me something that will tell me that my life is not wasted. But 30 years later, Mary's sitting with the same word. Your boy is going to be good news of great joy to all people. And nothing has happened. Number one, waiting. Number two, pain. 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 Good news of great joy to all people. And the Bible says her her own heart, Mary's own heart was pierced because she had to watch her son being beaten from pillar to post, seeing his back whipped, seeing him being accused of crimes that he didn't do, seeing his beard pulled, seeing his side pierced, seeing his hands nailed, seeing his feet nailed. Hey, we now know that this was all part of the plan. But can you imagine going through it as Mary? Can you imagine going through it as Joseph. Hey, what's going on here? Why is my boy being beaten? Why is my boy being killed? Why is my boy being crucified? The promise and the prophecy says, this boy is going to be good news of great joy to all people. And I'm looking at that very promise and that promise is dying before my eyes. Will you still treasure those words? Will those words still be treasured in your heart? Will those words still have value or you'll be like, I need to find a new word. I need to find a new plan. I need to find a new direction. I need to find a new thing. I wonder what God's doing now. Hey, do the last thing he told you to do. His word does not change. His word does not fail. You see, sometimes pain can cause you to feel like, I don't want to treasure those hearts anymore, those words anymore. 
If those words were true, why, why is my promise dying right before my eyes? For some of you, your promises look like they're dying right before your eyes. Mary's boy was dying right before her eyes. It's good for us to read the Bible right now and go, yeah, that needed to happen. And Jesus was going to be crucified and then he would die and he'd be buried for three days. And then he'd rise again and then he'd go up to heaven and he'll send the gift of the Holy Spirit. We know all of that now because hindsight is brilliant. Imagine being Mary and Joseph going through it. Imagine being Jesus' parents going through it. They have no revelation. They have no understanding. They have no idea of what's going on. All God told them when the boy was born was that this boy would be good news of great joy to all people. And one day, Mary looks at that very promise and that promise on a cross breathes his last. He's dead. He's dead. They take him and put him in a tomb, roll a stone over it, put the Roman seal so nobody can steal or break it. What is the, what is the point of that prophecy at that moment? How would you feel? You, you, know, you know where your boy is buried because the Bible talks about how Mary, the mother of Jesus, knew where he was buried. He could, she could see his, her boy is buried. She had no idea that he would raise from the dead. That's why the Bible says that she prepared some spices for embalming. Because she thought, the best I can do now is go and embalm and mummify the body of my son. How did it feel for Mary at that moment? How did it feel for her? What do you think was going through her mind? Say, the promise said she was going to be good news, great joy for all people. And here I am preparing embalming spices to mummify the dead body of my son but i i thought i thought the angel said that this boy is going to be good news of great joy to all people but now he's dead he's dead will you still treasure the word of god in your heart when it looks like the very promise god has given you is dying or is dead pain number 1 waiting Number two, pain. It'll cause you to stop treasuring the word of God in your heart. Number three, mystery. Things that you can't understand. Can you imagine on the third day, this boy, and now he's raised from the dead and, and Mary's hopes are high. Said, oh, my promise is not dead because I remember the angel saying to me 33 and a half years ago that this boy will be good news of great joy to all people. And Jesus says to mom and dad, mom, dad, I got to go. What do you mean you got to go? Yeah, I got to go because unless I go, I can't send the gift of the Holy Spirit. So eventually, when the promise actually came to pass, you know that promise? His good news of great joy to all people. Eventually, when that promise came to pass, Mary didn't even see him. He was in heaven. Imagine being a mom and thinking, ah, one of these days I'm going to go up to Jesus and we're going to see this promise being fulfilled. She had no idea when that promise was fulfilled. She wouldn't even be with him. That they wouldn't even be in the same room together. 
that they wouldn't even be able to enjoy that moment and go, Ah, Jesus, remember mommy told you that some angels came to visit us when you were born? Ah, I'm so glad today is the day of Pentecost. The gift of the Holy Spirit is finally on the church. This is the moment I was waiting for because it was promised to me that you would be good news, a great joy to all people. Mary doesn't even have Jesus next to him to, to her to, to celebrate that moment. Because now her son has become her savior. Her son has become her God. Her son has become her rescuer. I wonder whether you would still treasure the word of God in your heart. If God said to you, it'll come to pass, but it's not going to come to pass the way you thought it's going to come to pass. Would you still treasure it? You may not see it. It may not be the way you thought it's going to be. You may not enjoy it the way you thought it. You may have had a plan. Think, hey man, listen, when this word comes to pass, we've been waiting so long. When this word comes to pass, you and me, we're all going to go out. We're going to go have lunch at Nando's. There's nothing. It's okay for the church. But think about Mary. Think about Joseph. After waiting all that time, eventually when the word comes to pass, She's not even there to enjoy. Would you treasure the word of God if that's what the word of God was going to look like in your life? Or would you give up and go, give me another word. Tickle my senses. Help me to jump to the next thing so I can feel like there is something significant in my life. Today I believe in the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit is giving you the power and the enablement to treasure the word of God in season and out of season. No matter the delay, no matter the pain, no matter the mystery, you will treasure the word of God in your heart. Some of you have been waiting a long time. Some of you have pain that you do not have answers to. Some of you are living in the mystery because now you are realizing that how the word is actually turning out has got completely different to how you thought it was going to turn out. But I wonder whether you will still treasure those words or has it lost its appeal? Has it lost its appeal? Has it lost its appeal? Because it was great. It was great. It was great when Jesus was born. It's going to be good news, great joy to all people. See, a disciple of Jesus Christ, a true follower of Jesus Christ, somebody who loves God and wants to follow after him, is able to stand and hold on to the word of God, whether you understand it or not. Whether the promise dies in front of your eyes or not, whether there's delays or not, whether there's mysteries or not, because you are attached, your heart is attached not to an experience or an expectation, but your heart is attached to a person and he is the lover of your soul and his name is Jesus. I wonder whether we go tired and we go weary because we don't really love Jesus. We're in love with the experience we thought Jesus will provide. Because we're in love with the experience we thought Jesus will provide. Or are we truly in love with Jesus? Mary treasured all these words in her heart. The Holy Spirit wants to ask you a question today. And that question is this. 
God gives you a word and you had to wait for it, 33 and a half years, would you still treasure it? Or would it lose value? If the Holy Spirit gives you a word and you had to watch that word die in front of your eyes, would you still treasure it? Or would you let it go? If the Holy Spirit gives you a word and you had to watch mystery unfold in front of your eyes, you thought, oh, I'm going to wait and get to a moment where I celebrate this word coming to pass and there she is. The word comes to pass on the day of Pentecost. He's the good news of great joy to all people. He's the resurrection and the life. Today we serve him, we worship him. Spare a thought for Mary and Joseph. When that happened, they weren't even in the room with Jesus to celebrate it. Well, they were. Of course, he was present in spirit. But I'm sure as a mom, she would have loved to hold his hands and say, boy, it came to pass. I'm sure she would have loved to give him a hug and say, wow, all this waiting was worth it. But no, she had to be in Jerusalem while he was in heaven. And she had to worship him as savior rather than making the word come true. Today, God is asking you a question. Do you treasure the word of God? 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 Some of us have lost the respect for God's word because we're just waiting. Some of us are not treasuring and pondering. We think we have it in us to go and make it happen. No, my friends, it doesn't work that way either. I wonder what the promises of God are in your life. Every promise of God is yes and amen. And this thing I know, the promise that died before her eyes rose from the dead. And that promise now is alive, seated at the right hand of the Father. And today, Jesus Christ indeed is good news of great joy to all people. That's why we celebrate the Christmas season. It looked like that word was just... Neither here nor there. It looked like that word would never come to pass. It looked like that word was dying before our eyes. It looked like that word would never be celebrated the way they thought they'd celebrate it. But that word has come to pass. I want to say, say to some of you, if you will let go of your intellect, if you will let go of your control, if you will let go of wanting to have things your way, if you let go of the ways that you think God is going to work in your life, if you will let go of questions, if you will let go and say... Look, I don't even know what this word means. It may die, it may live again. It may get beaten, it may get bruised, it, get, it may bleed. I don't understand any of it. But I want to treasure the word of God. You are God and I am not. If that is you, then something special and supernatural will break out in your life. And you will be able to enjoy the plan and the presence and the joy of God. If not, it will get to a place where you lose the joy of following God. God because you you love the experience and after a while the experience fades doesn't it the experience fades and so we go from one conference to the next from one prophecy to the next from one new worship song to the next we go from one friendship circle to next we go from one thing to the next why we're trying to keep up what we think we've lost But those things were meant to be lost anyway because the only thing that was meant to satisfy your heart was the presence of Jesus. The love of Jesus. The word of God. I wonder whether it's quenching your heart today 
Or you're one of those people saying, I just need something more. I just need something more. I, I just need something more. But God gave you a word. Yeah, but that was 20 years ago. He said, uh, Jesus would be good news, great joy to all people. Well, I've been waiting 20 years. I just need something more. I just need something more. So we come to church and expect the church to entertain us, hoping to give us the answers to our solutions, where all along God is trying to strip your heart of the idolatry of making God a spiritual experience and a roller coaster and say, if I don't get an adrenaline high, then I'll find another roller coaster to give me that. Jesus is not a theme park. He is God. And today your hearts and mind have to be aligned and surrendered to him, say, no matter what comes my way, Lord, I will surrender and I will treasure the word of God in my heart. Can we thank God for the word of God that is in our hearts? Thank you. Thank God for the word of God that is in our lives. We are grateful in spite of the delays and the pain and the mystery. We are grateful for the word of God. 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 The 66 books in the Bible, one of the longest books in the Bible is the book of Psalms. In the book of Psalms, the longest chapter is chapter 119. Most of 119 is dedicated as declared blessings to people who treasure the Word of God. They treasure the Word of God. Treasure the Word of God. Treasure the Word of God. At Christmas time where... We treasure family and we treasure gifts and we treasure family um, traditions. Can I encourage you as you come to the end of this year, treasure the Word of God. Maybe you started this year, January 2022, with great excitement, with great faith, journals full of what God said He was going to do. And here you are 12 months later. And uh, you're kind of like Mary going, um... What about that word? You know that word I had in January? It's been a while. But today God is going to give us the grace to treasure those words. Treasure those words. What do you need me to do? Well, you need to get up and do the same thing you've always been doing. Go through the motions. Be faithful. Turn up. The greatest version of you is not the version that shines when you have an experience and an encounter with an angel. The greatest version of you is the version 20 years later with no angels ever since say, I still believe that God has spoken. I still believe that God is true to his word. I still have reverence for his word. I still treasure the word of God in my life. Anybody can be excited when an angel shows up. But if no angels show up for 20 years, do you still have faith to believe that he has promised and he is not a man to change his words or a son of man to lie? He is God. His word can be trusted. He is true and is faithful and this Christmas season let's take a decision let's make a decision to treasure the word of God in our hearts in spite of what we're going through for a moment of concentration privacy will you close your eyes we're going to pray that God's word will come alive in our hearts again some of you need to look back at some of the promises that you saw and you heard in January this year and over time you've lost reverence for it you've stopped to treasure it you've stopped to enjoy it you've stopped to like it because it's just been delays after delays after delays the band can come up and and join me here the guys can just help set the mics again while we do that 
Let's just pray that God gives us the grace to treasure the word of God in our hearts. Joe, if you can come and just play for me, please, that'd be great. Instead of the background track, if we can switch to keys, that'll be awesome. What is it that God has spoken to you? What is it that God is sharing with you? What is it about the word of God that has caused you to treasure it once? But over time, over time, the value of the word of God has just gone. Over time, the value of the word of God has just gone. God is true. His word can be trusted. His word can be relied on. His word can be treasured. Why don't you open your mouth and just talk to God and say, God, strip me of every attachment to an experience and attach me to your heart. Come on, tell him that. Strip me of every attachment to an experience and attach me to your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are hearts surrendering truly today, this morning. There are lives being honest before God this morning. Father, we give you our hearts. No matter what the delay, we trust. No matter what the pain, we still trust. No matter what the mystery is, we still trust. We trust you. We trust you. Some of you need to just remember what God spoke to you 20 years ago. Some of you need to remember what God spoke to you 30 years ago. Some of you need to remember what God spoke to you three years ago. Are you still treasuring that, my friend, or has it kind of lost its excitement? Has the Word of God lost its excitement? You can never... You can never progress in things of God unless you're honest. And I feel some of you are so scarred by the delay and scarred by the mystery and scarred by the pain that you don't even want to talk about it. (laughs) You'll talk to God about everything else except the mystery. You'll talk to God about everything else except the pain. You'll talk to God about everything else except the words that you thought were your promises. They've been dying in front of your eyes. Today, let's make a decision to trust again. To treasure again the Word of God. 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 
Come on, ask the Holy Spirit for help. You can't do it on your own. I feel there is resistance in your will, resistance in your flesh, resistance among demonic networks that are preventing you to say, I don't want to trust. I don't want to think about those promises. You can only be as strong as you are honest. Be honest in the presence of God. Honest in the presence of God. Honest in the presence of God. treasure the word of God in my heart. I want to hold the word of God higher than any other experience in my life. I want to hold the presence of Jesus closer than any experience. I'm tired of being a spiritual experience junkie where I need the next prophecy and the next song and the next experience to keep me on a high where my heart is in and then it's out and then it's in again and then it's out again. And it's, no, I, I want to treasure the word of God and there is no turning back. Today is a day where I make a decision on the 4th of December 2022 that the word of God matters in my life and nothing else matters. Some of you need to make that decision today. Do we still adore him? Or is this just a Christmas song? Do we still adore him? Do we still adore him? His presence, his presence, his presence. Who he is means everything. Who he is is more than your experience. Who he is is more than your delays. Who he is is more than your unanswered questions. Who he is is more than your pain. Lay it down, lay it down, lay it down. He is worthy. He is worthy of it. 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 Can we stand across this place and lift our hands and sing it one more time? Oh, come, let us come. 